What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week. Restart. Remix. Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. Live from the Balance Tour, I'm sitting on the back of the bus in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the one and only Mr. Pretty Dark Loud, Mr. Mercive Mercy. Can I call you Anderson? You can call me Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> like we could do that we've, now. We've gotten to that level. We're gotten cool. I think within the first day. Yeah. It's pretty much, yeah. What was it the first day? Because I, I, I know. It's Grand what, Rapids, I think. Yeah, yeah. The but not, not the show, but like, what was it to where like, we're like, okay, we're boys here. Probably within that night or the second night when we got turned. Yeah. And we were listening to some uh, Mike Jones. Some throwbacks. Yeah. yeah. Who? Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> no, dude, that was so much fucking fun that night, dude. Dude, we've had a lot of fun nights. I'm going to crack this one real quick. Yeah, dude, crack it open. That uh, ice cold Modelo. It's yeah. not a pass through ribbon. Um, I am drinking a pass. He's, he's got the PBR. I've got the Modelo because I'm. You know, I'm half Mexican, so it's, it just fits. Yeah, dude, since it you're works. half Mexican, you know, you kind of, like, you know, represent the people, so I'm going to ask you this. So oh, shit, he's putting me on the spot as soon as we get, <laughs> as as we get going. <laughs> so since we're out here, you know, in New Mexico, would it be bad for me to open my set tonight with, Hola, New Mexico! <laughs> I think that's okay. I wouldn't be offended by it. No. <laughs> I feel like the Spanish culture is really good at not it's, getting offended. It's pretty relaxed. Yeah. They tough. Yeah. They tough. Some tough boys and girls <laughs> out there. But how are you doing today, my dude? I'm good, dude. I just got back from Denver. I took a little break to work on some music. Nothing really happened, but had to go back home, take a little breather and try and work. But didn't come up with anything out there. Yeah. Which kind of sucked, but that's how it goes for me sometimes. Yeah, dude. Some days I have days where I'm in the studio for like eight hours and made nothing. Nothing happens. Yeah. But sometimes you can make some like cool kicks and snares or drum loops. You know, I save everything that I work on, even if it's garbage. Really? Yeah. And then I'll, I'll clean it out, you know, in a year or two. Okay. Yeah. I have a bad habit of just deleting shit. You delete shit? You're every- a deleter. Oh yeah, dude. Woo! I cancel, I cancel my beats, dude. I get rid of them. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to save everything because sometimes, you know, you could come back to it and it's like, oh, fuck, I got inspiration for this right now. I'm going to go ahead and flush it out. Or you can send it to a homie. Most of the stuff that I send off to homies, too, is like garbage. It's not like full tracks. It's like, wait, so you're telling me an you, idea. Send, you send your homies shitty songs? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you're an I asshole, it, no, dude. No, no, no. I don't give them the worst. I, I, I give them I the ones you. that I think it'll, it'll work. It just <laughs> loops. You know what I mean? I hit you up like, hey, dude, I got some shows coming up. Can I get some, cause some new songs? And you just send just like, like, just drum loops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a couple loops for you. Some you, melodies and some drums. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been able to write at all on this tour? Like, I know whenever, you know, you said you went home and so you can get the studio and stuff. Like, I've been trying to get better at writing yeah. on the road. Have you had any success doing that? I haven't. I've gotten, like, I have gotten some ideas, but it's nothing that I'm, like, stoked on to get back to work on. Yeah. It's just, like, more exercising, like, to keep in that habit. Um... But dude, it takes me like a, it takes me a good like week of grinding in the studio, like getting in a good flow and a good routine of like waking up, eating breakfast, exercise if I can real quick, and then go get in there. But it takes me a good week and then sometimes inspiration will just happen. Yeah. And then once I've, once I've got that inspiration and, and the track's just writing itself, um, I'll just stay on it. I'll I won't go to sleep until I just can't go anymore. I'll still stay up till like five or six in the morning. 
Oh, you were late night. Yo, huh? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I like to get started in the day, but I do have more success at night because, you know, everyone's asleep and no one's around to like bother you or whatever. Everything's turned off. No one's hitting up your phone. Nothing like that. No one hits my phone up anyway. So damn, like, dude. Yeah, really? dude. I'm just so fucking lonely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's cool. You keep it going. I can't write at night, bro. I can't write really? at night. Yeah. What, what is it for you? Like, why do you like the what? Why do you like producing during the day? I feel more creative and earlier in the morning. Okay. But it's weird because like I have my windows in my studios blacked out, so there's no natural light in there anyway. So like sometimes I forget it's even daytime. It's yeah. weird. That I just it's just like. Um, I, I have a, a better flow. Yeah. I feel like at night I like to just chill. Okay. Yeah. Stuff like that. Do you, like, whenever you're jamming in the studio, do you ever take breaks to go outside? Or, like, what what do your little break times look like? Uh, like if five, I, if you, even if it's five minutes, whatever. Like, uh, just probably like? to eat a, something real quick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's literally it. Like, I, uh, I don't know, man. When I, if I'm in the studio, I'll stay in that bitch all day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Those yeah. are my favorite days. You and I were talking about this the other night, actually. Like, it was actually while we were at the airport the other night. Like, shows are fucking awesome. Yeah. All oh, that is great. Dude. Making the music's like the best part. It's the best part. Especially when you get like, when you get a good lick going. And sometimes, like, I've noticed like my favorite tunes are written in 30 minutes to like two hours max. Same dude. Like the whole idea. And then I'll just spend a couple of weeks or months like refining that idea. But the main, the main idea of a song or track, whatever you want to call it, like happens in that, that quick moment. Like the whole thing almost gets written. Yeah. You get that stroke of inspiration. Yeah. But you go way to call it stroke of inspiration. Yeah. We're stroking inspiration over here. <laughs> I'm just trying to beat off ideas. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But dude, that that is the best feeling. Yeah, yeah we stayed up to what we didn't go to sleep that night, but no. we were up till like four thirty talking yeah. about that. It was a good yeah, there literally is no other feeling. Like, you know, you play a show and it's like a big show and there's a lot of people, like that's fuck there's no feeling like that either. Yeah, absolutely. But, but nothing compares to whenever you make something that you're just so fucking proud of. Hundred percent. That you like you feel on top of the world. And for me, I don't know how it is for you, I wanna know, but Whenever I can't make stuff that I'm not like super stoked on, I kind of get sad. I won't say depressed because I don't really know if I've ever been depressed, but I get down on myself. Yeah, I can relate with, to that a hundred percent. Because it's like you're you're you almost feel like you're a piece of shit because you're not being productive. Yeah, and this dude, game's so fast. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. fail. Yeah, it's like we gotta like try and keep up because everyone's just coming out with heaters nonstop, and there's like a bunch of people that are way younger than us kids like 16 17 year olds just making fire music yeah they didn't right got a now. job they yeah, just got school yeah, and yeah. you know no responsibilities yeah. they're making music they're just cheating in class that's how they don't have to do homework at night they're just making beats every night dude if you could go back would you start earlier fuck i don't know i i like where it's at right now i guess so i i started djing like in 2012 and then i started making beats like a year after that but it took me so long to figure out how to write a song like, it took me about four years of producing before I could even release a song. Yeah. It took me a long fucking time. Hard to do, man. Yeah. I don't know if it would have helped starting earlier. I would have just been running in circles, like, a little bit before I did now. But what's dope about, like, the current times right now is that there's so many tutorials out there. Yeah. Like, I'm still looking up tutorials and shit. Yeah, oh, he's one of my favorites. 
Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. He makes oh, yeah. fire tutorials. He uh, broke down Skrillex's and Noise's uh, supersonic track. That was like the anthem last year. Yeah. Um, you play that in your uh, sets. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I track. fucking love that song. It's just got that nostalgic vibe to it. And I think it's going to be one of those tracks that just lasts forever. I mean, anything that Skrillex does. Yeah. It just lasts. Yeah, That's like awesome. how does he keep fucking doing it? I don't it, dude? know, dude. He's like <laughs> he's like ten years in the game still making hit records. Ten years in the game, more than that, dude. I mean, he's been making music whenever he's in first to last and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like I think he was underage for bars, like he couldn't play in some shows or something. I, I don't know if I read that or heard that somewhere. I wouldn't he's doubt been it. in there forever. I know whenever I was playing bars with my band. That like I had to have a, have my parents there or, or a really? parent with the band because you were like under eighteen. Yeah, yeah, Damn. we were we were sixteen playing in like twenty one plus bars, and so we'd have to have a parent with us. That's crazy. I mean, I remember our first show actually. Uh, we was in a twenty one plus bar club fire in Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, and we had to have a parent there. We had to go on stage. Uh, we had to get get there set up, and we had to leave whenever we got done. Damn, we couldn't even hang out. Couldn't even hang out. Wow. Which, but at least you got to play. At least we got to play. That's but, the most important part. Yeah, I mean, which I kind of get, dude. I mean, honestly, like, the nightlife isn't meant for like sixteen-year-olds. It's a bad Hell influence. No. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching like a Euphoria. Have you seen that show? No, I haven't. Okay, never mind. I'm not even gonna get into it. But like, yeah, it's <laughs> like they're like we're supposed to believe these kids in high school. They're like they're like saying they're sixteen, but like they're fucking hot, and it's like a, like they make the show to like make these the characters hot, but they're like they're like supposed to be sixteen. They're like Jesus. doing drugs. I'm like. <laughs> Am I weird for thinking they're hot? Like, no, that's what they're going for. I don't know. It's weird. They're like showing tits and shit. They're like, I'm looking at underage tits. Or what is going on here? That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. So I wanted to talk to you today about uh, Pretty Dark Loud, dude. Yeah, man. Because, you know, even though this is the balance tour, it's Mercif presents Pretty Dark Loud. And I'm just fucking ugly white and silent. (laughs) That's literally all I am. But yeah, talk it's about this perfect. album, man. Like, how long did this album take? It's a let me just go say this. It's a fucking awesome album, dude. Thank I, you, bro. I know I'm, I, I DM'd it. you as soon as I listened to it. I know. I remember. I think it was on Twitter or Instagram. I remember that. Yeah, like, I DM'd you. I was out. like, yo, this album's really fucking good. Dude. Thank you, bro. I, I loved it. I loved it. I, I actually it. loved it so much that I was mad. <laughs> I was like, this is you're mad. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, whenever you're like, like a producer, you like, like, make something super fucking good. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about Night Punk. He's one of my favorites right so now. So good. He's fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Dude, so it, it took about... It took two years to make one of the songs, Sky High. That was about three years. Maybe maybe it's a little bit older. But that's like what I was telling you about how I save everything. And Sky High was one of those tracks that just like fit on the record like whenever it was being made. But it took me two years. And honestly, dude, if it wasn't for COVID... I don't know if I'd have that record on me because during that time, I just, I quit worrying about sets, quit DJing. I didn't DJ once during the pandemic. So I was just writing music every single day. Yeah. And hanging out with my roommates and stuff. They're also like my best friends. So it was just like a fuck COVID, right? But it was a blessing in disguise for me because I was able to really dive deep on my production and make different variations of songs too. Like I could experiment a little bit. It wasn't like, okay, I gotta, I gotta stick to this one drop that I made. I got to play around a little bit and see what works and what doesn't. 
And it first started off as like 12 tracks. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a 12 track record. And then like, it was like, okay, well, we'll do 15. And then there was just five more that just really fit it. The only thing that I didn't have whenever I was making the whole thing was the outro. That was the thing that I made the very last piece. And that was, um, that was like a month or two before I finished it. I just took a bunch of pieces from the record like uh, little tracks from Ableton from all the other songs and just copied and pasted them into a, into a giant big project and just like made some melodies and arps and stuff like that. And it just made an outro. Um, but dude, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. You've got a record that you're about to come out with too. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Is it going to be this year? Yeah. This year. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking excited about it. I mean, I was able to write a record during quarantine too. I wrote the comedy album, you know, like, Outside of, like, the industry grind of, like, you know, leveling up or getting that next slot or getting on said tour, for the most part, I know a lot of producers, there's some out there that struggled making music during the yeah. pandemic because there was no inspiration or they were just from struggling. the shows and stuff like yeah. that. Like, some people feed off that energy from the shows. Well, that's how I was able to write the comedy album because I wasn't able to vibe off shows. It was just my goofy-ass self. Yeah, so you're like, just hanging out. But what I was saying is just, like, you know, it, it was a blessing for the producer not right. not the industry not the artist right. for the producer so you could sit down level up your craft write songs that you you know you're you're not pressured to write a club banger exactly yeah. that was the biggest thing for me was there was no pressure and i remember right before the pandemic i had a month off in january and i was supposed to write a good majority of the record in a month and now looking back at that that was not near enough time to yeah. take off. Like I, I plan on taking a lot of time off next year so I can write a new one or at least get the foundation started. Cause that's like a lot, that's a super long process of not only writing the music, but finding the order. Yeah. Cause there can be so many different orders. I've, I, I'll sit up at night whenever I have like a, an EP or like this record for instance. And then I, I put out a 10 track EP called digital Eden like two years before that. I remember that one. It's a good um, one too. That one. So the process for that, for like getting the tracks in order, I'll just throw them in SoundCloud and just listen to them every night and see how the ending of this track and like the whole vibe and energy of this one track goes into the next thing. And I'll rearrange th things over and over and over again. And if I like a certain order, I'll make that private SoundCloud playlist, leave it in a certain order, and then I'll make another playlist. So you feel like that order better? Yeah, yeah, and just, like, jam it, see what happens. Damn, bro, you're an overthinker, dude. Might oh, call yeah. You, might call oh, you yeah. Enzo, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so whenever you're writing this record, dude, was it, you know, you said it took you two years to make. Yeah. Whenever you were starting it, were you, was it, did you have the idea of writing an album? Or were you just writing? No, I had, an, I had an idea of writing an album, but I didn't know what that looked like. I was just throwing shit at the wall, just seeing what's going to happen but i knew i wanted it to be like a level up from my previous work yeah definitely so that was like that was the way i was inspiring myself and fueling myself was through that it's like i know it's got to be better than what i've done before but i also still wanted to have that essence of like what my project sounds like or what people think it sounds like from like the past releases and stuff like that um did you have like an yeah. album title and vibe in your in mind? Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. Dark Loud had been there from the start because that's like the way that I've described my music. That's like the easiest way 
because it has those three elements in most of the tracks. Dude, I like to say, like, I've told you, your sets are kind of sexy. Like, I've said that to you. <laughs> like, not not like you on stage. Obviously, that's a given. But, like, like I've said, with your with your sets, people can rage or they could just, like, just kind of vibe. Grind. I remember you they saying grind. grind. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've seen some couples out there grinding into your stuff. And there's a lot of people out there that get hate for trying to gr- grind at the dubstep show. I say more power to you. Do <laughs> yeah, it. It's not the can, easiest fucking yeah, thing to do. It's very difficult. Like, yeah, if you can do it, power to you. But that's what I'm saying about your music. Yeah. It's, it's kind of got that, like, sexy feel. If I want to, like, rage or if Fuck I want to yeah. grind up on some, you know, a loved one or a rando, you know, who's consensual about getting <laughs> grind on. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, dude. So, no, you think it's sexy? I think it's sexy. Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, if that's if someone was like, how do you describe Mersive? That would be... Say sexy, dark, and loud. <laughs> <laughs> can you name your next album? Uh, ugly, white, and silent. Yeah, yeah, I could. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in my uh, album name list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you have a list of just like song ideas and uh, uh, things I, like that? I do for track names, not really song ideas, because I'll I'll have an idea that sometimes where I I I have a track in my head and I'll try writing it down, and it just sounds like gibberish whenever I try and come back to it. Yeah. Have you even tried beatboxing on my phone? Like dude, on my voice memos, th- and I've tried to remake it. I still can't fucking remake it, dude. Have you done bass noises on your phone? Like, yeah, like acapella, those are hard. Wing, wing, wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are hard to recreate, dude. I could go on my fucking voice memos right now and just have a laugh at just me trying to just make bases to all with, the shit that you've recorded. Make bases with my fucking mouth in silent, dude. I I I saw a tutorial that Mad Zach had, um where he was beatboxing out ideas and then throwing them up into Ableton and just like kind of warping them correctly, like for that tempo of whatever it is that he beatboxed yeah, and trying to recreate what he beatboxed. And he was getting it really like pretty spot on. I still can't do that shit. It's you, hard to recreate. You could also like convert audio to MIDI. You know what I mean? Like if you beatbox oh, a drum idea, like okay. Ableton can listen to what you're doing and kind of... Fi- Add you know yeah, differentiate the, the different yeah yeah oh like just make the MIDI notes Dude, for that's you. that's cool and then you just plug in your samples and you're good to go yeah that's an idea too damn I need to ask my friends who know how to beatbox do you have any buddies who beatbox yeah my cousin is a oh really yeah your cousin dude yeah all right so I wanted to talk about this too dude so your yeah. cousin so one thing <laughs> oh that oh my god no not all right it's not <laughs> yeah well, we'll see what's about to happen <laughs> all right dude me and you have way too all right everybody hold on tight hold on tight <laughs> I've made way too many cousin jokes and this isn't this isn't really one of them but I could see where you would be like oh shit right now but um. You know, you represent Denver, right? Whenever, you know, I, one, of, one of the callers we had, I was even like, shout out uh, him for putting on for Denver. But you're actually a Louisiana boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I get none of that vibe from you. Yeah, I know. I, I don't, I guess I don't really have the accent. Yeah. I've, Has I've, it come out whenever I've been dude, drunk? No, no, dude. I've been trying no, to get a little bit of Kuyon okay. out of you, bro. And like, I ain't even from Louisiana. I feel like I'm more Louisiana than you. <laughs> no, uh, Becca called me out for one of, for one of the things. I forgot what the context was, but I said bent and I think it's bent. Oh. I don't know how to say that. Right. But I was bent? like, bent. it's bent. Okay. Like something was bent, but I don't know what it was. I can't remember what we were talking about, but she's like, that's it. There it is. So I guess that's the only thing that I can, that I can't say correctly. I but. can think of something you just did. You were so, Harriet said something cool a minute ago and you're like, yeah, that's tripping on fofos. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So your cousin, is he from Louisiana too? Yeah. Yeah. He is. We're both uh, from Shreveport. 
Um, that's where I was born and raised. And then I came out to Denver in like 2016. With the, with the idea of doing music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the main goal. And my backup plan was like, I'll just be a ski bum. I'll just snowboard. Okay. Till I die. What to do? Do you have any kind of <laughs> fucking off jobs like to survive out oh, there? Oh yeah, yeah. So I was a uh, I was waiting tables at a burger joint for like two years out there, and luckily it was only two years. I had like whenever as soon as I started working at this burger joint, I said I'm gonna give myself two years there, and whether I'm doing music or not, I'm quitting this place. I'm gonna move on to something else, just like switch it up, stay fresh, and inspired and stuff like that. And luckily, I was able to quit before that, right before that two-year mark, which was nice. like really sick. And I remember, whenever I was at any time, so I've always waited tables. That's like what I did for five years, like through college, and then up until I was able to do music full time. Um, that was just like easy money, where you could make your own schedule, you could work the bare minimum amount of hours, just make enough just to pay bills, and then I would spend all my time like grinding on music. No going out, no shows, no nothing, just grind. You ever have a time whenever you started playing shows out there in Denver and also while you were serving where you, like, served somebody like, holy shit, are you immersive? No, no, that never happened. That never happened. Because once, once, I, once, I, once we came up with that name, um, that was it for me. I think, yeah, it was, I was only, I was immersive for, like, three months while I had a job and then I quit. Got you. Dude, I had, I had something happen once. Uh, I was going to the movie theaters. And uh, me and Comus, we were doing emo night in New Orleans. We actually started the emo nights. Oh man! And uh, we're at the, I'm at the movie, and I'm st- I'm doing taboo at this point. Like I'm touring and stuff, like getting shows and shit. This guy walks up to me at the movie theater, all stoked. He's like, "Yo, dude, you're the emo night DJ." Oh my god, <laughs> that's hilarious. And I was like, "I am the emo night DJ." <laughs> Had we already done a show together at that point? I remember we did the Gondra White Night after party. Yeah, that's uh, where you and I first met, dude. Yeah, at the Republic. That was a hell of a show, too. That was too. a fun one. Yeah. That was rowdy. You were really nice that night, too, man. Thanks, bro. Yeah. You were, too. I was. Yeah, I remember you. So I didn't have earplugs at the time. And I remember you were telling me you always wear earplugs. Yep. And our short interaction that we had at that night, I remember that. And I've been wearing earplugs just about ever since, like, whenever I could afford molds. It took me a little while. I might have saved your life. Um. Yeah. No, you did. <laughs> the tinnitus is starting to go down now. Yeah. Well, dude, now that you're living in Denver, obviously, Mercive has a really big presence in Denver. Like, whenever you go out and do anything ever, like, do you have to, like, stay low-key? Like, what's it like out there, man? Yeah, I I don't really go to shows that much anymore just because I like to keep to myself. I'll go support my friends whenever I can, but I keep to myself and, like, just hang out with my close circle of friends and, like, go eat food. That's mainly what I do. I like to go grub and then make tunes and stuff and then i've now finally started to snowboard like that was that was one of my goals whenever i first moved out there but it took me like three three ish years before i even got it yeah before so you can afford to go yeah and and i would get a pass and i was still borrowing all my friends shit like (laughs) i finally bought a snowboard this year and that's all i have i don't have bindings boots uh jacket pants just jackass yeah. it and yeah, do, it, do exactly. it in underwear dude you don't you don't need any of that shit yeah really You're fine it's all it's all fucking bullshit i know you were supposed to go dude i don't even want to i talk wish you went I, I wanted to, wanted to know to how go that was so bad go. bro god i've been talking about going snowboarding this whole i know fucking dude. tour as soon as you got on dude yeah man i fucking i was gonna i went i had some days off in salt lake city 
and I was supposed to go snowboard with my best friend. He picks me up. Him and his girlfriend were too hungover and too tired. Uh, I was still kind of drunk when they picked me up, and I hadn't slept. I was just like, dude, what? I know. Whenever we left the airport, it's fucking 5 a.m. by the time we actually got in, and you were like, yeah, I'm still going to do this shit. I'm yeah. Like, How are you going to do this? And you're like, and I'm going to watch the Super Bowl to that tomorrow night. And I was like, holy shit. You're going to go snowboard fuck. without sleeping, and you're going to watch the Super Bowl. Fucking crazy. Dude, you know, you only live once. I know. You know, God you has, do it all. God has a plan for everybody, <laughs> and his plan wasn't for me to snowboard that day, dude. <laughs> no. I remember leaving you at the airport. You're like, I'm going to go lay down on my gate and get some sleep. And I'm yep. like, I was fucking with you. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm going to go work on music, dude. I, I, I just the work hard. It doesn't yeah. stop for you. <laughs> I just could, no, but I was fucking lying. No, I know. I went to a bar, fucking bought a beer. I did, I did. Uh, dude, I love how it's lawless at the airport. You can yes. just drink anytime you want. Yes. You need it. You can Just also drink it. anytime you want on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, that's a given. Even on Sundays. I know I go hang out with Michael from SFM. We'll go to his house. So it'll be like 10. And I'm like, is it two? And he's like, it's Sunday, dude. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Okay. It don't matter. It don't matter, bro. It don't matter. Dude, so what was it What was it like whenever you were out in Denver? Did Denver, do you think... Like whenever I first got out there? Yes. Okay. Were you sitting down with other creatives or were you just standing yourself fucking just grinding? Dude, no. So I was by myself. Um, my car broke down in Amarillo, Texas, too. I had to sell it for less than it cost to tow the car because it, like, it was knocking. Nothing like, I think good happens in Amarillo, dude. No, nothing. That place, is, down in Dallas that place and, is sketch. Yeah. Um, but once I got out there, dude, all I had was a fucking bicycle. So I was like biking to work, just working as much as I could, or like the bare minimum. I told you the bare minimum. Yeah. Cause like I didn't believe in what I was doing. Like I was just doing it to make money. Right. And it was a means to an end. We've all had jobs where we're like, this is not it who sucks. I am. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I started emailing venues because I didn't know how, how this shit works. Right, right. Like, coming from uh, bumfuck nowhere, Louisiana. I just moved here. I'm a DJ. <laughs> yeah, Check out my mix. Literally, dude. You I send them a whole 60-minute mix. I was sending them mixes and stuff. Yep. My SoundCloud. Um, and I actually got a bite back from uh, Submission. Uh, this was whenever they were having E-Tuesdays over at uh, Serves, the other side. Have you ever seen that one? You played no. at, the, at, the, at the ballroom, which is like right next door. Didn't you do that one with Jansen? Oh, yeah. Cervantes. Cervantes? Oh, yeah. 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 I haven't so they have, the they have the other side, which is a little bit smaller. I think it's like a 500 cap room. And I got a bite to play there um, and open up for Sorrow. Um, and this was like the first three months of living there, I think. Maybe two months. Um and dude, I train wrecked it. I sucked so bad. I, I showed up to sound check early. Were you on CDJs um, at that point? No, no. I still had tractor, but I had like those bullshit controllers. Big controllers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't have what I have now, which some people would still call it bullshit. It's not the standard. Hey, dude, I, it's think, not the standard. I think it's you and I think it's sexy. So keep Thanks, being sexy, dude. baby. I'll keep being sexy just for you. <laughs> Thank you, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, in three years, I'm, I'm going to be watching you. I'm like, hey, dude, he's still doing tractor. Oh, yeah. For me. Yep. It's just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it, w it was a grind, and I didn't really get that many gigs. That was the only gig that I got from emailing, and then um, I met my manager. We became friends first, and then became well, managers. Let me also go ahead and say Tank. this. Congratulations to Tank on his marriage. Yes. Right, let's, let's, go, let's give him a clap. Woo, woo, woo! Yeah, Tank! All right, boy, Tank! <laughs> I wanted to start this episode out with that, and I forgot, dude. Uh, but there we go. Out of boy, Tank, continue, though. But yeah, dude, one, once we met... Um, Dude, we became 
really close homies, uh, him and his wife now, uh, Miranda, I was always going up to their house to visit them in Boulder. And they introduced me to most of my friends that I have out there now. Um, and then once a lot of my Louisiana friends came up, like that do music as well, or just other Louisiana homies, we integrated both of our friend groups. And now we have this huge friend group out there. Yeah, dude, once I, once I met Tank, then everything started taking off because we like, we could strategize and like really hone in on like what the goal is and what we need to do to like play shows and get bookings and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, the rest is pretty much history with like once we met. Yeah, dude, Tank's and a then, good guy. I got to meet him out in uh, dude, he's the first playing Mission Ballroom. We were talking shit. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking y'all shit. Didn't ta- y'all didn't talk about football though. I think, I mean, did right? I, th- I don't know. I think I remember asking you because he's a big uh, Chiefs fan. Oh, we might yeah, have talked yeah, about football. Maybe. We I know we talked shit. We we said what's up. Huh? We were bullshitting, Hell dude. Yeah. Like literally just he's he seemed like a cool guy. I, I I enjoyed his company so much I even messaged him after the show. I was like, hey dude, it was nice meeting you. You seem like a cool guy. Yeah, Something he's like the best. Yeah, I like him. He's the best. I like him. Really easy to talk to. Tank as well. didn't tank like, your career, so that's good. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. one was on the fly. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking that was good. I'm fucking yeah, that was good. smart, dude. That was good. I'm funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cheers dude. I'm about out. I, I wish I would have grabbed us more beers. I know. We can always get a little bit more. But yeah, we can always fine. cut out if we yeah. have to run and go grab a beer. Yeah. I wanted to talk about more flow records. Yeah. Because you are an owner of a record label. Yes. Which sounds like a fucking headache. Okay. I'm not going to lie. You know, yeah. I've, I've thought about it. You know, Wakan seems crazy. Just having a, you know, even even with, uh, you know, I hang out with, you know, I talk with Boogie a lot about it with, with Drama Club. Yeah, it's just got Drama Club. Yeah. yeah, it just sounds like a lot. What made you want to start a fucking label? And yeah, what was, talk to me about that. Like, what, so, what were you trying to do? Like, is there is there a goal with it? Like, what what was it for you to start a label? So it's it's mainly to uplift other artists because we have so many friends. Like, I have so many personal friends out in Denver that are still grinding, trying to make it. And we wanted to have an outlet to release music for all of our friends and other up and comers as well. And that, so just like how we have teams like for DJs and producers and all that stuff, it takes a team to run a record label as well. It's not all me. Um, we have my good friend Roman, who is the our label Which is manager. The coolest name, honestly. Yeah, what yeah. a cool name. Roman's a fucking G. Yeah. Um, he actually started the label. It came from so Morflow came from Formo, which was our collective out in Denver. Formo. Formo. Yeah. Forward momentum. That's Formo. what it stands for. On, it sounds kind of naughty. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, no. Uh, dude, she came like over last play. night. She gave she me. She wanted little, some Formo. Uh, dude, she came over <laughs> last night. Gave me a little bit of that dirty FOMO. You know what I'm saying? But it started. It started as that, and then eventually turned to more flow. She got the FOMO. Yeah, and yeah, it just evolved, and the collective of artists have, has stayed the same. Uh, the name and the branding has just changed over time. Because um, I've been out there for six years now, yeah. so all of, all of this stuff has changed. Everyone's like evolving and leveling up in their Everyone's own crafts. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was the main reason is just to uplift our friends and like other artists and stuff. And one of the fun things that we started with that was our, our radio series. It's 44.4 radio. I've always wondered um, what it was with you and the four. Yeah, yeah, dude. You know, or like the two, two, Tipping two. on foes, yeah, baby. I, I thought, I thought maybe <laughs> that after yeah, I met no, you. Slim Thug gave it to me. Yeah. We, we had a conversation and I, 
I, I went to Houston one day and like, our we homies. Just, yeah, we were talking about. Do you it. think you could fucking plug me and get a future, dude? Let's go. Yeah. Okay. I'll cool. Hook you up. Okay. Cool. <laughs> just to let everybody know, I'm not actually homies with Slim Thug. Dude, no. Before y'all, before y'all go running y'all's mouths. Wait, wait so are you talking about? Were you just lying to me? And yeah, yeah. No, I was. Podcast? I was lying to you and the millions of people on this. I'm, but I had to. I had millions. to let y'all know. No, I had to let y'all know. I so I'm not getting me. in trouble. Yeah, dude. The millions of people that listen to the show. Dude, that would be a dream to work with Slim Thug. He's such a fucking G. Yeah, that would be the guy. Oh yeah, that would be sick. That would be sick. One of the guys Hell for yeah. sure. But yeah, no. Um, for continue with the mix series. Yeah, yeah, I was just always wondering what the fo 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 was. It's like it's a weird, deep meaning. It's supposed to be angel numbers, um, but there's like a whole deep meaning that I found on the internet. It's like it's too much of a rabbit hole to get into on here. Dude, you're a low key. I'm a wook. weirdo. I'm a wook. Yeah, no, I am. <laughs> dude, my hair is long as shit. I'm, I represent the wooks. Dude, I will say I brushed my <laughs> hair at my buddy's house the other day. It was like the first time I brushed it in like three weeks. Holy and shit! And I was like, am I a wook now? Yeah, you. Uh, I would think you are. Yeah. But you've I, been showering. I've been showering. You've been showering. And my hair is just kind of luscious. It just yeah. falls down. You don't smell bad. I don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, the mix here to do. Dude, this mix. Like, we got to have you on there one day. So we do. Can we it's do a 30 it? can, minute can we mix. Do, can we do a mix? But for me, it's 666. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll cool. run it up yeah, on there. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> no, it's only 44.4, baby. It's just 069. <laughs> 069. <laughs> But no, dude, it's it's just a way, it's another way to to showcase artists and, like, the way that they play as well. Because, like, in this game, like, we have what we produce and we have, like, our performance. And this gives people a little taste of what an artist would sound like live or if they want to showcase, like, bootlegs or remixes or whatever. It's a 30-minute mix between two artists. And, yeah, it's just another way to showcase their art and get the word out uh through mixes and stuff because we can't release everything that we're sent as well as far as like releases and singles and eps because that takes time yeah i'm sure you get like, a bunch of fucking submissions yeah too. we're getting a lot of submissions we're getting more this year which is really nice um but some artists need a little bit more development or like their branding needs some work or whatever so we'll you know tell them like hey we love what you're doing right now come back to us you know in a couple months or something whenever you've like Keep refining and leveling up. Yeah, man, that shit's um, fucking important. I mean, there's so yeah. many people out there that make just fire ass music. But oh it's like yeah, you gotta get that other stuff down. Yeah, it takes the whole thing. Yeah, it, it can't just be music these days. It's like branding, marketing, all that kind of stuff. Um, but we also like to give space between our releases so they can breathe and get some traction and get some attention too. Um, so we don't want to flood the gates and just do every week, nah, or every bro, two dude, weeks or something. Three releases a week, yeah. you know. That's plenty. Please. Give it a day and a half between each it's one. It's honestly easy, good. dude. There's a lot of labels out there that fucking do that. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like it's too much. I hate using this word for like art, but it's like too much content for the consumer, the person following whatever page. It's just too much to keep track of. And we're constantly being flooded with the word content. Cunt? Content. 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 No, content. 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 You seen that? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is, it's been cool getting you into South Park on this tour. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That show's foul. I love it's, it. It's so good. I love it. There's an episode where Jimmy, uh, where Stan had to go get, tell Jimmy to tell Wendy something. He wanted to tell her that he's a, she's a continuous love in, her, in his heart. And he's like, Stan said you're a cut, 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 cut. You're, <laughs> you're a cut. And he <laughs> just... Oh She's like, fuck you. Dude, me, you, and Harry have been fucking crying yeah. watching that show. 
There's just so much you can watch, man. They're, they're so good. There's so much. It's amazing, though. Yeah, there's a, there's it. two new episodes we haven't watched yet, too. I still got to see the COVID special. It's good. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Randy fucks a bat. That's how COVID oh starts. Oh, my God. Him okay. and him and him. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil okay, it. Okay. Sorry, sorry, I still got to watch it. I still got to watch it. I'm sorry. We should watch it this week. Oh, we will, dude. We will. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. You and I have had a good time together on this Absolutely. Tour. fucking lutely. Yeah. It's always good. Some late nights, dude. Late nights. <laughs> and it's really sad whenever, like, you go bed early. Yeah, I know. You've done I like that. My, I like my sleep. I know you do. And I, I, You said I changed. <laughs> I'm fake now. I'm a fake friend. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm going to bed. I'm, like, sitting there drunk. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought we were hanging out. <laughs> I thought we were going to hang out tonight. I'm just in my bunk, chilling. I mean, and Harry are like, he's fucking changed, bro. I, know, I don't even dude. know who he is anymore. Once I smoke a joint after the set, I got to go pass out. Right. What's your, um, well, it's crazy, man. I mean, you're on this tour of the whole thing. You know, yeah. I go home Sunday. Yeah. You know, I go home. It's wild, dude. This first month flew the fuck by. It really did. It feels like it wasn't a month. My neighbor actually texted me today. She was like, are you okay? I haven't seen any movement from your house or anything. I texted her. I was like, I'm actually gone. dead. I told yeah. her I was dead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're on this tour for the rest of the fucking tour, man. I'm like jealous, but also at the same time, I'm like excited to get back home to work on music. Like, is this the longest you will have been on the road nonstop? Uh, the longest was with, uh, with Boogie Trio with Brock. Yeah, that was three months. I think Shit. it was like I think it was like fifty-two dates or something like that. I didn't do the first two in New Orleans, um, but yeah, it was three months. So this is the second longest one that I've done. Fuck, three months is a long time. And that was that one felt a lot longer because I didn't go home in between. I just stayed on. Yeah. Uh, cause I couldn't afford to go home. So I was just like, I'm going to grind this one out. This one, I'm able to go home a little bit just to like reset and try and work on some music. Dude, I am excited to get home. I'm excited to finish the rest of the tour, but also like to get home and make music. Cause like we were saying earlier, that's the, that's the best feeling in the world whenever you make a tune. Yeah. And then that second greatest feeling is like getting to share that shit in front of new people. Like for the first couple times. Yeah. Cause you can't say this is some new shit. I mean, I've been doing it on this past month, but like saying this is some new shit every night. Oh dude, I, <laughs> you know? like I it's have, like, yo, this is a new, there's a brand new song. <laughs> the Grizz collabs like over yeah. a year old. I'm like, this is some new shit with oh, Grizz. Yeah. You gotta keep running it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause they don't know. They've never heard it. They you know, they don't know. They really don't. And what they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. I, That's actual I factual. Wish, just for everybody listening, we're like, in the back of the bus, staring at each other in the eyes. Dead in the eye. And, and we're I just letting everybody know that they don't know. They don't know. They and don't. I wouldn't want to look into anyone's eyes right now, Anderson. I'm feeling good right now. Yeah, your eyes are like a deep, deep mud hole <laughs> that I just don't want to get out of, dude. I want to go mud. go mud in here. I want to go mud in your damn eyes, dude. If there's a wrestling Oof. match, I that hope sounds dirty. Yeah, if there's a wrestling match, I hope it's in your damn eyes, bro. I'm getting out of hand here, but no, you're gonna We're have getting fun. a little sexual. Yeah, back yeah here. I mean, if people listen to the show; they're fucking used to it. I mean, but <laughs> but um, you're gonna have fun on the second half of the tour. Like, got my Smokeland and Red Rum coming in. I've never met Red Rum in person. Me and her like chat on the internet and stuff. But nice. I love the Smokeland boys. I know you're great yeah, friends dude. with him. And Mize is a total dude. So like, he's fun to be around. I heard he's a wild boy. Yeah, he's a wild boy, dude. He's he's just <laughs> have fun. you had him on the podcast yeah. yet? Yeah. yeah, nice. We had to have him in person. It was it was fucked up because I told him it was gonna be an hour and we did like two and a half hours. Really? He, oh, Holy yeah. shit! I was like, I lied to you, buddy. Yeah. So let me ask you something: Is the podcast like normally at your house or your studio or like mm -hmm. it's a, okay? So whenever people come through New Orleans, you'll just hit them up and ask them like, "Yo, you want to come on?" Yeah, you obviously haven't paid attention to what I do, but uh, but like you know, <laughs> I, I'll do that. No, this is my first time. 
<laughs> first time for everything. But like, I'll do like Zoom calls. Like if you know, like okay, like you know, I've had a bunch of different people on the show It'd be like Zoom calls, podcast episode. Nice. You know, I've seen like your ads and stuff where you have like clips. Yeah, those are funny ads, as shit. The ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, running yeah, yeah. ads for yeah, the show. Yeah, dude, I've seen the dark ads going. You don't, you don't even know that your management must be doing that, dude. I I'm joking. I've man. never put an advertisement jokes, off of the y'all. podcast. Maybe if I did, it would help. <laughs> Maybe I should start. But uh, yeah, man, what has been your favorite memory so far on this tour? Damn, dude, that's hard. I I feel like the times that we've had together, like the whole crew where we're all partying after the show, has been some of my favorites. Like the Salt Lake City, bro. Yes, the absolutely. The shows are fun. I always love that. But there's those special moments where you get to connect with the people that you're playing with. And we've had a lot of that on this tour. And it's been a lot of fun. Except I went to bed early all last week. Yeah, I didn't get better sleep. It it didn't work. It didn't work. So, I mean, this week might as well just stay up until sun comes up. We only have one more show after tonight. Yeah, that's fucked up. El Paso canceled. I didn't realize that. Like... That it's going to be this quick, but at least we have a day off tomorrow. We can work out, hit the gym, get swole again. Yeah, and then Illfest will be fun. Yeah, but Ill yeah, Fest man, it be fucking tight. God, I was like three more shows. I like, know, eh, and no, now it's like two. Oh, two. Yeah, fuck. El Paso. But at least both of us got different after parties to make up for that. Yeah, too, yeah. So. You got the Illfest after party. I got OKC yeah, after party. That was good. It's gonna be good. Like I'm like, you know, since it's all locked down on this tour, you can't really go hang out with people in the I crowd. Know, dude, I'm hoping we can go to the after party. I'm hoping. Well, I'm. You I don't for sure a, go. I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. After You're the gonna crowd surf. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We're saying goodbye. Like I'm saying it right goodbye. before your set even starts. Yeah, I'm saying my Say goodbyes goodbye. to all of y'all. Yeah. And then fuck. during the family back to back, I'm crowd surfing out of that bitch, and y'all and just like, y'all won't see me. Yeah, can you? are just gonna say bye like on top of people's hands, like surfing. I, like, I haven't been able to say hey to any fans, and it sucks. Like yeah, that, I'm, I say it sucks. I fucking love being out here, but like that has been a thing. Like we can't say hey yeah. to fans. And that's something I fucking love doing. And so right after the show, saying what up and yeah, like signing some shit, taking pictures, whatever, yeah, just like partying with show, fans, showing showing them your gratitude, yeah, for their support. I like going out there and drinking beers with people. Everybody's like, I bet I can <laughs> shotgun fast, and you. I'm like, Haha, I bet you a bitch, Hell bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we haven't done yet on this tour. Oh, we did shotgun. No, no, actually. no, we did that we in Salt Lake City, and I crushed yeah. everyone. I know. I came in second. I came in second. Harry didn't fast. even. Fa- Harry like put it down. I'm like, dude, you didn't finish it, bro. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's a sweet boy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sweet and he's pretty. So we'll give it to him. Okay, he's super yeah. pretty. But yeah. I think my favorite memory of this tour was us going ice skating. Oh, shit. That was your first time, right? Or no, no second, second time. Second, 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 time. Second, 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 second time. I remember the story between about the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but that's, we, that's, for, that's, that's for stand us. up. That's for yeah, stand that's up. Right. Oh, stand up. Okay, that's for cool, stand cool. up. Yeah. So the people will eventually hear it. Yeah, but that was so much fun. Like That was a lot of fun. Dude, you were good. You were killing it. I didn't fall. I know. I really wish you went snowboarding so I could find out. But dude, you're so you're moving to Denver. Yep. Um. So like, if you get out there, which you eventually will, we gotta we gotta hit the slopes one day. Hit the slopes. I'm still pretty new at it. I've only done it like six or seven times total, um, but I don't fall anymore, which is nice. I can kind of get some yeah, speed dude. when I want Fucking to. Fucking boarding whites and snorting lines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought I was gonna rhyme a little bit more, but it didn't, dude. It didn't. <laughs> Hitting slopes and smoking dopes. You know what I'm saying, that's, dude? That's, that that's one, better, that one dude. God, I got to be better at this, dude. I thought <laughs> I said I was funny, and I'm fucking a piece of shit. Dude, so do you have a soundboard? You need to have a soundboard. What do you mean? Oh, like for just some, some 
some random noises <laughs> so you can like fuck with people. Dude, I should. You say shit. I should. So like I'm going to have a studio, a brand new studio whenever I move to Denver just oh, for the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, nice. soundboard just, I'm going to get the fucking are you, trap. Are you going to get a, what are you thinking about doing? Are you going to get a house or an apartment? Yeah, going to house. Yep. House. Nice. The whole basement is just for the uh, studio. Fuck yeah. One room will be, be a be podcast dope. studio. The other room will be for my studio. I want it just to be a revolving door of like creativity and good conversations. Absolutely. Dude, that's what's awesome about Colorado is there's basements. We yeah. don't really get that in Louisiana or else those things would flood. Dude, I tell you what, man. I remember yeah. uh, I've only been in basements like five times in my life. And, dude, every oh, you're, you're going to get used to it out here. Every time I'm in a basement, in I'm like, this is cool as hell. Oh, yeah. I remember, dude, we used to think it was so cool being in the basement. My uh, my cousin had a basement. They had, like, a pool table and, like, Nintendo 64. I went down there once, and I was like, this is cool as fuck, dude. We're underground. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice whenever you can find those houses that in Colorado where they've already remodeled or refurbish the downstairs, like yeah. the basement area, because some of those are sketch. Yeah, why is it that basements are never finished? I don't know, man. It's like they build the whole house and they get to the basement like, I'm yeah, tired. We'll let them I'm fucking, tired. Yeah, yeah, we'll let them figure it, it out. Yeah, yeah. And they never figure it out. No, they don't. Yeah. Landlord never figures it out. It's it's a shit show. Yeah, fuck these But haters. if you can find one that's been remodeled and it's like they decided to finish it, try and get that if you That's can. the goal, bro. That is the goal. But look, yeah, we got a bunch of fan questions. They were really good. I wanted to okay. get to those. Fuck yeah. And uh, let's, yeah, do let's it. check them out. Yo, Taboo, this is Patrick. Uh, Pat? Calling in. Mercer's the fucking homie. He's killing it. Y'all both killing it. Love you guys both. Uh, this is a question Thanks, for Mercer. Um, yo, homie, seen you fucking 25 times now. Fuck. And Holy shit, man. Thank I'm you. super looking forward to what 2022 has in store for you. And I had a quick question about Forrest. So last time I seen you perform at Forrest was 2019. And you played like five sets and I made it to like all of them. And I was just wondering if you had anything special planned for Forrest this year because we trying to get all that action. Yo, fucking love Taboo Talks. Talks with Taboo, but it. you get it. Keep it up. Yeah. Much love, geez. Appreciate you, Pat. Yeah, it's Talks with Taboo, but you know, I'll give you a pass, but yeah, no. <laughs> five sets at Forrest, man. That's awesome. Are you just doing a bunch of renegade shit? No, so we had actual, actually five planned sets like on the lineup. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. I can't even um, get one, dude. <laughs> I was freaking out the whole time. I can't even <laughs> get one, bro. Fucking slide one my way, daddy. What the hell? Yo, big shout out to Pat real quick though for the love. Yeah, Thank you, man. Good, good shit, man. Um, hopefully we do have some special stuff planned. Right now, I'm only I only have one set, but. I'd love to get out there. I mean, no promises, but I'd love to get out there and do some renegades and stuff because I, I didn't do that last time. We actually technically did six because I did do a renegade at the v, at the VIP area, like near some uh, some RVs and shit, and that was fun, but we don't really count that because it's not like you know, I count on the, it, dude, on the fuck, books. man. But, but on the book, I mean, you played six. That's a lot yeah, of fucking music getting yeah, played. There were, there were definitely some repeats because I didn't have near the amount of music yeah, that I, mean, I had. I don't had. know if I could do five sets. And, yeah. I mean, I probably could. I probably repeats. could. It would just take a lot yeah. of planning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of planning. Yeah. And it was over two weekends. So it wasn't that whole weekend, which was nice. Okay. Got you. Um, but I hope we have some special shit. My favorite set still to this day was Grand Artique at Electric Forest. Have you ever been to Electric Forest? No, nah, man. I told myself I wasn't going to go to Electric Forest until I'm playing it. Yep, that's the way to do it. The first time I ever went was in 2017, and all my friends were like, we got to go back next year. They, like, begged me to go for that year, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll go. And I lied to my work, the burger joint that I was working at. I was like, yo, I'm going to play this 
festival. Like I need to take off for a week. And I, I didn't fucking play it. Yeah. But I got to go. Right, there <laughs> which go. is really sick. But while I was there the whole time, I was thinking to myself, God damn, this place is so magical. Like I have to come back and play it. Like I'm not gonna return until I play it. And then luckily within a year, played that bitch. It was so much fun. Shout out to Electric Forest. They put me on. They got me started with my career. Forever in love with Electric Forest. That's my number one festival. And number two is Shambhala. That place is magical as well. But you need to play both of those, dude. Like hey, fall listen. in love with it, man. It's listen. gorgeous out there. Listen. Gorgeous. It has it's not it's not because I don't want to play them, all right? Actually, fuck those festivals, right? I hate them. No, I don't, don't. don't want to no. play them. Don't even book me, guys. Don't even, ask. don't even listen. The reason they haven't asked me because they know I don't want. I'd rather not. I have bigger things planned, you know. Like, I, I got, I got shit. I'm busy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm You're busy. You're a busy man. I'm busy. I'm doing a podcast. I can't yeah, do. Dude, I can't, you do can't juggle all these things. Yeah, fucking Shambhala's <laughs> all the way in Canada. They do all of America. Like, it's just all these things, yeah, right? No, like, I feel it. I feel it. But yeah, I want to play. Them, You're dude. gonna get there. You're gonna get there. Yeah. I know you are. I don't. It's care. a magical festival, dude. Yeah. I just basically have to make it to where they have no choice. And when you play, not if you play, it's when. Right. No, it's exactly. That's, that's how you got to. That's how you got to talk. That's already said. I'm yeah. not going to go until yeah. I'm playing it. Exactly. And when you go, tell your team like, I need off this whole weekend. It's worth it. Trust me. You need to be there the whole weekend. I'm just even if you're up. not being paid to be there the whole weekend. Right. Just right. for I know it's only for the day, but yeah. Trust me. I'm gonna get up there and be like, listen, y'all. I didn't really want to be here, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I want it, man. I fucking want it. It'll happen. It'll happen. It will. Let's keep it going. Appreciate the call, Pat. Hey, it's Izzy from Atlanta. Um, hey, Izzy. Okay, so Merced, I don't think it was the first time I, I think the first time I saw you was OK 2020. Um, and I'm about to be there in a couple weeks for OK 2022. Super excited. But, anyways, um, I, uh, Soundhaven, like there was a severe weather warning, like right at the end of your set, or maybe even before the end. I don't know. It was super abrupt. Um, what was it like watching the crowd of Wooks like panic and run away and try to figure out what to do? Because I, a lot of Wookery ensued, and I would just love to know like what what y'all saw from the other side of the stage. Um, love y'all. Hope y'all are doing great. I'll see y'all this year at some point at some festival. Bye. Appreciate you, Izzy. Yeah, dude. Yo, much love, Izzy. Um. It was crazy because I thought you guys were going to run away during the set because there was a lightning storm behind the crowd. Yeah. So I could see it from the stage. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I got to like hurry up, but I'm not going to hurry up the set because like I got to play the songs. You can't right. just like fast forward the songs. It doesn't you work can, like that. You can, but the energy yeah. level is just not there. Yeah, yeah. Get it kind of messes with the vibe and stuff. And dude, I was freaking out the entire time. I was like, this, this show's going to get canceled any minute any minute and luckily we were able to play the whole thing and then not even 10-15 minutes later it started just downpouring just dumping rain and yeah it was really weird to we essentially closed it out and that stage was supposed to go on the whole time like the main stage was from I don't know 11am or whenever they started music till 5-6 in the morning something like Fuck. that Yeah, that festival is dope as shit by the way like yeah. you gotta go there quit telling me these okay, things okay sorry <laughs> You know, I, I'd imagine they are dope. Okay? Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I am, listen, some might consider me problematic, okay? Right, right. I talk shit. Maybe that's why they haven't booked me. They will. Or maybe eventually. they just know that I'm too busy. You know, like, listen, we'd love you. I know, you're, I know you're, you had to fit me in your schedule, dude. Yeah, like, honestly, like, 
You've been asking all I week. I know, dude. I've been like, come on, when are we going to fucking do this? I'm like, I guess <laughs> I'll clear my schedule real quick. <laughs> thanks for making the time for me. Hey, dude, listen. Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, you know, thanks for being patient. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, with me. I, you know, I guess I'm happy to be here with you, whatever, dude. But, you know, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, much love, Izzy. It was intense. That's crazy, man. I, I know at sunset uh, last year, there was there was like a thunderstorm across the way and they were like yo your set might not happen like five minutes before, before it even got there before i well i was like about to go on stage yeah like hold up we might have Damn. to shut the stage down and i was like fuck that sucks but did you get happen. to play i gotta play, you gotta play. it nice. all worked out fine but then they had to shut down uh who was it essex like that had to shut it down for a couple minutes because of wind Damn. i think and then it, but i think it was only like yeah, five ten fuck minutes those line arrays up and the LED, yeah, the LED panels, walls, like if yeah. those fall, you're fucked. Yeah, I remember I was playing a show in OKC. It was a uh, daydream. Uh, was it daydream? I think it was called daydream. Is it a festival? Yeah, it's like a day nice. festival thing, but it's super sick. And it was like, it was a sick ass lineup. But Black Tiger Sex Machine was the headliner. They only got to play ten minutes because it's Oklahoma and fucking tornadoes are a thing. Damn. And they're like, Mitch, we got to get out of here. Me and my brother are like drunk as fuck. Like he drove from Arkansas. Like you gotta get out of here. Like no, dude, we're trying, we're trying to after party. Like, like <laughs> no, seriously, we got to go. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Wow, I, thought, I feel like I should share those because you know. It was yeah, dude, the, it's scary when those festivals like have to cancel from severe weather. Yeah. So have you ever been to one where it floods? Uh, Wakarusa. Yep. What yeah. year were you there? I was there, uh, 2014. Same. Yeah. The mud fest. I did acid and watched STS Nine and. That was crazy. I was tripping on ass. I was actually on mushrooms to that one. Yeah, I was yeah. tripping on mushrooms. Tripping balls too, dude. I uh, I remember. I remember it was so muddy, and I, all I all I wore for that whole festival was just my swim trunks, no shoes, no shirt, because it was just raining. You're just doing it. I was You're doing do- it raw, I, raw. And I remember we were trying to walk down this hill, and uh, it was so muddy. Everyone's just like kind of like picking up their legs and shit. This guy taps me and he looks at me. He goes, "You know what, bro? Fuck it." And he just slides down no. the hill. I joined him. I went. Oh I did it immediately God. after. It was raining, dude. You're gonna yeah, wash you the mud wash off. off. Yeah. And there's rivers and shit. You're so Louisiana boy. That's that's normal. Easy. That's so fun. like, yeah. dude, I fucking literally just slid in the mud, and it was just a bunch of people who literally just started belly flopping into the mud, getting down the hill. It was actually super. They were following the lead. They saw yeah. you guys doing. They're like, fuck. It was actually why super freeing because once you accept it and become one with it, it can't it bother you anymore. Yeah. Damn, it sounds like you dropped a lot of acid. I did a yeah, lot of psychedelics. You for sure became one. Yeah. It was funny because like I had eaten mushrooms that day. And then I ended up uh, like getting like my stomach was fucked up later in the night, and then I threw up, and then I started tripping again. Oh yeah, yeah, like like the It'll trip came back, you. like it was hours past, and then I was like, oh my god, this is great! It was like a free trip. Dude, my favorite way to eat mushrooms is uh, throwing them up. Yeah, throwing them up is one. <laughs> eat them, then you throw them up, and then uh, second and third, I'd say chocolates and smoothies. Smoothies are really nice. It helps your. It helps the stomach. Well, white lot. people love smoothies. Yeah, I love smoothies. <laughs> um, dude, you got to get the goo, bro. The goo. <laughs> I know you've been talking about that, and I've had other friends talk about it as well. I've just never had the opportunity to get the right time. You know. Yeah. We'll get you on it, but yeah, I appreciate oh, yeah. the call. Let's get it going. Hey, taboo! It's your boy Quater again. I called on the last episode with Shutter Click. Up, buddy? And uh, I, just, I just had a couple questions for you, my guy. So I remember a while back watching one of your Instagram live streams, and you were talking about how you thought that Mercer didn't like you. 
And so I'm just curious, man, <laughs> you guys ever squash that beef? Because I really hope you guys did, because I, I really like both y'all's music, and I don't no, want to be No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love you guys both a lot, so I, I hope you guys mended it, and you're doing all right. Uh, also, Mersive, are are you okay, man? Like, who hurt <laughs> you? Because you got all this dark vibes to you, man, and... Let me let me say I I think it's beautiful, uh. But beautiful I, I just hope huh? you're okay, buddy. I hope both you guys are okay. I hope the tour is going well. Uh, yeah. This is your boy Quater. Much love to you both. Quater, Quater, dude. I love it. Yeah, dude. Um, actually, you no. Know, tell him, tell him what we've been doing this whole time. We actually. We have to have separate green rooms because him and I can't be together in a room. Dude, we've been fist fighting the whole tour. Ever like before sets and after sets. When I see Anderson. My face gets red. Okay, <laughs> my heart skips a beat whenever he's in the room with me. Oh, whenever shit. he's not with me, I can't breathe, dude. But you didn't. Okay, you've told me everything, but your heart skipping a beat. No, listen. You didn't tell me that part. Whenever you feel bad. Whenever now. you're gone, I can't breathe. Oh, whenever shit. I'm with you, I feel like I'm going to die at any moment. Oh, you man. are my muse, my flame. <laughs> No, nah, but there, there was no beef. We've we've been chilling the whole time. Yeah, we've been enjoying each other. We've been giving each other hugs and kisses before and after our sets. Actually, it's it hasn't been fights. No, it's been hugs and kisses. I remember though, there was but, a point where you didn't like me because yeah. I talk oh, shit. Yeah. I talk oh, shit. Yeah. You know, you talk shit. I talk shit, and it was fun. It was all in the name of fun. But I remember us squashing it was at uh revive revive. I walked up to you. I'm like, you don't like me, bro, do you? And you were like, nah, dude. And I handed you <laughs> I handed you a beer. And I was he like, gave me a PBR for those who are wondering. Yeah, I gave, kind of I gave him a PBR, and I was like, look, bro, I don't mean anything I say. I just fuck around. I have nothing against you. I actually am a fan. And we sat there, and we talked, and it was Gucci Bandana. That was the first time we hugged and kissed. Mm -hmm. was the very first what about time. the first time we made love? Oh, fuck. I don't, can't remember. It was the first week. I just can't remember what, what night it was. Do you remember what I was wearing? You were wearing a blue Speedo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you some, had your hair there was down. some red and white in there. Too. You even had a little feather in your hair. And you were wearing a sombrero for some reason. Like you yeah, were trying I'm to Mexican, get right with your dude. Mexican culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm half Mexican. Yeah, you were like, you know, um, what's the Mexican holiday? What is it? Uh, Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, it's like Cinco de Mayo isn't, uh, isn't here, but you're Cinco <laughs> Mayo. I'm your Cinco to Mayo. To your Mayo. Yeah. yeah. You're Mayo. <laughs> yeah. You're, my, you're Mayo. I'm Mayo. We sound Hawaiian now. Mayo sounds Mayo. like a Hawaiian name. But are you okay, dude? Your dark, your music's dark. <laughs> I'm okay. You choked me up there for a second <laughs> in this vape. I will say, yeah, when I had, uh, I have fucked with Enzo so hard when I'm on the show because I'm like, who hurts you? Because <laughs> his music is like, overthinker. Yeah, it's so deep. Like, I want to meet so that dude. I, he's, I love he's the man. Sins. He's the fucking man. Mike's the boy. Dude, um, no, I'm doing good, uh, Quater. I'm I'm doing good now. Um, Taboo's brought a lot a lot of light in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cheerful now. <laughs> nah, man, it's been nothing but good times yeah. with us, man. Been I a love, great time. I love this guy. I consider him a friend now. Yeah, we're yeah. boys now. Yeah, and we're gonna go shred whenever he moves to Colorado. Yeah, dude. I'm a, and we gotta call it shredding. <laughs> I mean, gnarly. Keep it going. I was just wondering if you guys get sick of playing your songs over and over at every stop on the tour, and if so, how do you keep your energy up? Love you, Buck. Great Bye. question from a caller with no name. Um. Yeah, I'll let you start this one, man. Do you ever yeah. get tired of playing your shit? Um, so no name. Um, yes, sometimes I like to switch up the sets, but this this set's branded with uh, that I'm presenting my album. 
So I've been like rotating those. Luckily, those are really fresh. And I, I didn't play most of those tracks until it was released because I wanted to keep it like, I guess, a surprise or whatever, like keep the tunes fresh. Yeah. So I wouldn't get tired of them so easily. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I have before. And what helps me stay sane in in that aspect is just like trying to switch up the sets. I'll I'll switch up the sets and like I'll still play like the same group of songs, like fifty to eighty tracks or however many they are, and I'll just rotate them out. Yeah. Um but yeah, I do sometimes. But yeah, what about you, bro? Yeah, I think I do as well, man. Kind of just like you know, you, they they want to hear that one song. Oh like, yeah, I want to hear Scrawberries. I want to hear Crawl Daddy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fucking. Whereas this ain't dubstep, and when you don't play it, they're oh, pissed they off pissed. at you. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you realize how many fucking songs I have, dude. I literally I, don't have enough time to play my fucking discography up here. I I fucked up once, so my first headline tour um was fall 2019, or I think it was 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was the beautiful and filthy tour. We released that song on Wakanda. It was like, it's my biggest song. And for some reason, I don't know what, what was up with me, but I didn't play that song most <laughs> of the tour. And it was branded as the beautiful and filthy tour. And, and people were like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, why aren't you playing this track? Or you kind of have to play the I just track. forgot about yeah, it. Because I've been play playing track. it for years. I made that song in um, 2017, in like the fall of 2017 with uh, Chill Bobby. So I'd already been playing it for like two years. And I'm like, fuck, now we're going to tour the song. Yeah, and I just kind of forgot about it. I put it on the back burner. I Happens. Feel, I feel you, man. Like, yeah, I hate it whenever someone hits me up. Like, dude, I remember I was playing a show out in Richmond, Virginia. This was like right after Warm came out, and this couple. Dude, I had that in my sets during the boogie tour. Yeah, that was, was fun. That's, that's a fun one. The fun track. Um, and I don't even play it that much anymore. But like, it was right when I it came you. out, and these, I got these you. this couple. I'll play it. I'll play, play it after your set. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I'll play some stuff. I'll play some stuff from. I'll play beautiful and filthy for you. Yeah, dude. yeah, that works. We'll swap them. I had this couple come out to a show, and they drove a couple hours to come see me, and I didn't play Wilkworm. The, the girl hit my DMs was legit pissed off. Damn, she was like, "Fuck you, we'll never come see another taboo show." They again. gave a fuck you. They gave me a fuck Ooh. you. She was like, "We'll never come see you again." I'm like, "Fuck, dude. damn, dude, that's that's tough." Or even like the other like the other night, like I didn't play the Saint Dubstep, and like a lady hit me up in the DMs who was like, "Why didn't you play this track? Your, your set was great, but I'm really disappointed you didn't play." This ain't dubstep. I'm like, okay, I think a disappointed is worse than a fuck you. <laughs> that, but it's like that a, struck a, a chord. Either way, it's like, bro, do you realize how many fucking? You got a lot of songs. We yes, both got a lot of exactly. songs. It's like hard to every fit producer. Yeah, all those songs in a in a set. Yeah, so that's what that's one thing that irks me, man. Yeah, it's like, bro, I got too many damn. Just cut them some slack. Yeah, dude. I, Catch the next time. May, come I don't see, know. see me. I don't know. See me the next time. I might yeah. play it then, dude. Come see me again. Keep you on your toes. Chase the song. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the thing that keeps it fresh for me, man, like, I think you it's like the crowd. You like to switch it up. Just switching and it up. The, and the crowd. The yeah, crowd, the crowd like, energy is different. Yeah. I like that challenge, though. Of switching it up? No, the, the crowd energy. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. This is something that I noticed on my first tour, on the Boogie Trio tour. Um, The same set of, like, pot, like, I like to call it the pocket when you have, like, a set of like three or four songs that just like mix perfectly together. Yeah, it's I got like, some of those. Yeah. And it, it 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 creates this energy or this climax with how these mix together because they're like either in the same key or it's just they just flow together so nicely. I've noticed that you could take that same pocket, those three or four tracks, you could take that to every single city. It's not going to hit in every single city. Different regions have like different subgenres and different vibes that they like which is like really interesting i like that yeah i like that challenge 
Um, I've noticed that the most like in Canada. You played in Canada? Oh yeah. Oh, I've played oh, overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's he's been getting a lot of laughs out of me. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, nah, Canada. See, this is where the soundboard would be good. Like you're. Bam, 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 bam. you're bam, bam. Damn, the son, slopes, where'd you find dope. this? Slopes and dope. Grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> boom, 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 pull it. Bana. Bana. This has been fun, man. This has been good. All right, we got one more. Let's keep got one more? Yeah, okay, one okay. More. Let's check it out. What's up, Andy and Mitch? Love both of you guys so much. This is Alan calling from Houston, Texas. What up, Alan? Always repping that boot. Love both of you guys so much. All your art and hard work is beautiful, and I appreciate it so much, and I know so many other people do as well. When I found out that you were going to do podcasts on the bus, I have to admit this is the episode I was most excited for. Immersive, I know you're out in Colorado now, but you will forever be known as one of the greatest Louisianimals to ever do it. Thank you, bro. My question for both of you guys is, what is your most memorable lineup that you were a part of where you felt like, wow, I can't believe that I'm going to be performing with these other guys? Mercer, your most memorable set for me was definitely whenever you closed out Buku in 2019. That was fun. That was in the crowd. Really? I loved it. the craziest lineup I've ever seen you on was definitely that Deadbeats Dallas tour stop that you did. You into Champagne Drip, into Dion Timmer, into G Jones, into the boys that's dead. That was just a crazy night, man. So, yeah, that's my question. What's the most memorable lineup you guys have been a part of that had you in shock? Like, wow, I'm performing with these other dudes. You want to go first? Love you guys. And as always, Fuck S fam. Always, bro. <laughs> oh my god. He had to troll at the end. Oh dude, there's been a bunch of calls that I didn't make it. They're always they just say fuck taboo or fuck S fam. Oh my but yeah, god. Always. I love the question, man. Love the positivity, dude. Really appreciate all the con words. Uh yeah, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, dude. Um, I think it was Okeechobee. Um it was me into LS Dream into G Jones into Tipper. That Beautiful. shit was that shit was crazy. Fuck, that shit was insane. Um that's gotta be it for me. I mean, there's been so many. Dead Rocks was fucking amazing. This tour, honestly, too. That one's been good. Like, this lineup for this month and next month, it's fucking awesome. Um, definitely Okeechobee, though. That's the one for me. I think one that, I mean, honestly, this is just the most recent. I'm this is on my mind. Dude, Peekaboo had some fucking, I was on some of the Black uh, black Hole Tour. I call it the Butthole Tour or Black Butthole Tour, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Um, but... Dude, he had some lineups on some stops where I remember one stop. It was uh, Lizzie Jane into Raven Schoon into Smokeland back to back Space Wizard into me into E Prom into Peekaboo. Wow! And then the next night was the same lineup except it wasn't E Prom. It was Saruta back to back Yeti into That's Peekaboo. Crazy. Stupid lineup. And these were these weren't festivals. This was a show. Yeah. Yeah. Just like insane. That's, that's pretty fucking legendary. Yeah, right there. fucking. I remember just talking to Matt about it. I was just like, "This is insane, right?" And he's just like, "This is actually insane." Yeah, E Prom's a fucking legend. Yeah, that's sick. You got to play with him. Yeah, that's really really. It dope. was really cool. Uh, he was a nice guy. It was really funny because uh, who was it? Was it Space Wizard? 
I think it Mike's might, the homie. Yeah, I think it might have been Space Wizard. He thought because you know he proms a little bit of an older guy. And he was like at backstage, he's like, "Do you work here? Do you know where the rider is?" No way. Space Wizard said that to Eprom. I think it was Space no Wizard. No way. I think it. I think. I think it was him. It Mike. was somebody. I think it was Space Wizard. It was either him or I think it was Mike. I think Holy it was shit. Mike. But but Eprom was just like, "No, dude, I don't work here." That's got to go was, in the electronic music fuck. history books yeah, right a, there. A fuck, Holy dude. shit! But yeah, he straight up did that. Other than that, man, I think Emissions was really cool because it was like Yeti. It was just like... Is that a festival? Yeah. That's a festival? Yeah, Mission okay. Festival out in Belling, California. Fuck yeah. Um, it was just... That one was really memorable for me just because that was the first time I felt like accepted by artists that I look up to or That's like awesome. a part of... A part of it. It felt like I leveled up and it was the first time that I felt that. That's what's It was up. like 12 Planet into like the late night which was like Yeti into Caspa and then me. Damn. So it was like... Caspa too. Yeah. He's an OG. And the fact that I was going on later than them, like, like, that's going pretty on, sick. It was, yeah. like a, it was like a hard thing to, I was just like, fuck, I gotta follow that. And I did it. Fuck I did yeah. great. So I think that Fucking was probably right. the most memorable one for me. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah. That was good. Fuck yeah. Bro. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. I told you it was gonna be fun. I enjoyed myself. Good. Good. <laughs> I told you it wasn't gonna be a bad experience. Yo, dude, so real quick, have you ever done, do you do ASMR on these things? Like, what? ASMR. What is that? Like ass you, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, like people like to. Oh, you know okay, that about? type like of they'll, shit. They're like, do you want to do it? Chocolate and shit. Do like, you want to close the set out? I mean, the the fucking the podcast out by doing it. <sighs> this Modelo is good. That wasn't me. It was you, dude. <laughs> it was you. I put my finger in your throat and it made shit, you dude. You didn't have to tell him that. <laughs> No, man, this is fun. This has been a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoyed myself. Good, dude. That's what I want to Thanks for hear. being a good host. Dude, thank you for being Yo, a great I'm, guest. I'm winking at you right now. For yeah. those that those that can't see it. And I'm blowing I'm a kiss. And I'm pulling out my dick. I just caught it. Hey, look, it's my I cock. I didn't catch his dick. Um, hey, I look, caught his kiss. Andy, you want to see my dick, dude? Look. Massive. Huge. Let me see yours, dude. All right, here you go. Damn. Bro, you need to shave. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm a what, dude? What, do you, what, do you, what the fuck else do you expect? <laughs> No, I mean, this has been great. I want to say um, I really do um, love your music. I love Thanks, watching bro. you. I've always, I've always, always enjoyed watching you play. I think you do a really good job at expressing yourself on stage and throughout your music. And uh, you're a great person to be around. I've really enjoyed getting to hang out with you and become friends with you on the store. Yeah. Something I was actually Thanks, looking bro. forward to. I kind of yeah. knew. I was like, I think Anderson and I are going to come, boys. And we have. We have. It's been really awesome. Yeah. So I really appreciate And also, I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. It Dude, means a absolutely. Lot. It really does. Absolutely. Mean a lot. Um, so, what's up? What's next for immersive, man? What you have any have anything you want to tell the people to look forward to? So I'm I just released a EP with uh Super Av on Deadbeats. And I have some more uh collabs in the work in the works. I got um I'm working on an, a collaborative EP with my boys Kyle and Banco. Yeah. You've had them on the podcast. I have I love those guys. Colin yeah. and Bennett, they're the fucking boys, man. I love those guys so much. We got an EP that we're trying to hopefully come out with um during the summer. That's a goal. And then hopefully I'm able to do my own tour in the fall. We'll see. Um, lots of festival dates. Y'all be on the lookout for Electric Forest. That's like my, I'm looking forward to that the most. Uh, I think that's going to be a really special set for the people. Um, but yeah, that's what we got going on. What can I do? Well, can't wait to see what all you got going up. I just know that you're just going to keep on climbing, bro. And uh, you got a fan in me, dude. 
Fuck yeah. You got a fan in me. <laughs> love you, bro. And I uh, love you too, man. And I uh, appreciate everybody listening this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. I'm trying to get Liquid Stranger on for next week. So yeah, let's see if that'll we can be make... awesome. Yep. And that'll he said awesome. he was down. He's like, let's you go. just got to ask Loper. And I asked Loper. Loper's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, let's dude. Let's go. So nah, I just got to just gotta catch Martin in the mood where he's ready to talk. But I'm he, gonna, he, he whenever, talks. Yeah, yeah. No, he does. You can have great conversations with him. Let yeah. me know whenever you do that and like crack a window on the bus and I'll like, I'll put a little step stool on the outside of the bus and like pee through the window. Just don't tell him. Just, just to blow me kisses like, or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. That's who we're going to try to get for next week, dude. Let's, uh, if if you're made it this far in the episode, uh, just tweet at him and tell him to do it. Let's Blow just let's, let's bully Blow him, him to come on the show. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Bully liquid stranger. All right, I'll <laughs> see y'all next week. Peace. Peace out.